This is the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Goodison Park. Hello, I'm your host Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast in which we will look back on another good afternoon's work at Goodison Park for Everton. They may not have been at their best, but Gilfie Sigurdsson's seventh goal of a very productive season ensured the Blues of a hard-fought 1-0 win over Cardiff City. It was Everton's fourth victory in succession at home and it moved them above Manchester United into sixth place in the Premier League table. We'll kick off the podcast by getting the verdict of our Everton FC correspondent Phil Kirkbride and our Everton FC reporter Adam Jones. You'll then hear my interview with Blues supporter and season ticket holder Matthew Berry, who was especially happy with the results. And the podcast will round off with the full audio from Marco Silva's press conference. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Evening everybody, uh, Everton 1, Cardiff City nil. a hard-fought, well-deserved victory here at Goodison for Marco Silva's side who go into sixth in the table where other results went our way today and uh, the Blues are sixth, uh, two points behind, fifth place, Arsenal. It's always going to be tough after the international break, Cardiff are always going to make things difficult uh, and patience was required but the breakthrough came early in the second half, Sigurdsson, who had been subdued, uh, was in the right place at the right time and made the difference, uh, couldn't find the second goal, the killer goal if you like, which uh, which really would have deflated and, and sort of extinguished any, any hopes of a comeback for Cardiff. And, it gave them a little bit of hope in the last five minutes and those sort of rather nervy five minutes of added time. Uh, they had a go. There was a, a penalty appeal, but not really a strong one. Obviously, Patterson had the head near the end, but Everton were worthy uh, of the points, uh, even if the performance perhaps wasn't of the standards which we've come to expect in recent matches. But nevertheless, it was a three points and, and that was all that, was, uh, all that mattered. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, Three points is three points at the end of the day, however scrappy it might come, and I think scrappy is probably the best word to describe this Everton win over Cardiff uh, this afternoon. Yet again, like like it was against Chelsea, uh, that front four just, just seemed to be a little bit out of sync with each other, I think, at the minute. Maybe they need that injection of, you know, a, a, a bit of variety, you know, I think... Once again, Adam Oluluckman came on and he looked really strong uh, this afternoon. So that might be playing on Marco Silva's mind, you know, just introduce some new legs into that front four and maybe they might start clicking together again. But on the whole today, I think there was a, a, lot, of good, a lot of good performances across the pitch. But like when it got into that final third, it was just far too easy for Cardiff to defend for a lot of the game. And, you know, credit where credit's due for Cardiff. Uh, they sat back and they defended really well for the majority of the match uh, forced Etheridge into a couple of good saves especially late on uh, made a good save from Luckman and uh, he made a good save from Richarlison as well which could have really put the uh, finishing touches on this win for Everton but you know apart, apart from just sitting back and defending they really didn't offer anything at all and you know that was kind of what we expected coming into this one you know they were just going to try and sit back and frustrate as much as possible but at the end of the day they might not have planned for Andre Gomez having what I think is his best performance in an Everton shirt so far he absolutely dominated that midfield you know he's so you know surprisingly really quick for how big he is but he's so so powerful so good technically with the ball at his feet you know he's got some really he showed off some really quick feet uh, getting himself into the box a couple of times you know lovely little bits of skill to create himself some space as well and obviously he's got a great range of passing on him and 
you know, it's those kinds of performances that Everton are going to love to see. And, well, you know, you need scrappy wins at the end of the day. I think last season, if, we, if we'd if we have played this kind of game with this kind of performance, I don't think we win that game. So credit where credit's due, a scrappy win might actually be necessary. Up to sixth place in uh, the Premier League uh, as it stands right now as well. Five wins in the last seven Premier League games. You know, it's... It's, it's looking really, really promising going into uh, what we all know is coming uh, next weekend. But, you know, they, they all say the form, the, uh, the form book goes out the window for the Merseyside derby. But, you know, going 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 there in sixth place in the league and with five five wins out of the last seven under the belt won't, uh, won't be a bad thing at all. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, hi, Matthew. Thanks very much for joining me on the post-game podcast for the first time. You OK, mate? Yeah, no worries, Paul. Lovely. Thank you. No, no problem. Good to have you on. And just to let our listeners know, you're a season ticket holder who lives in Cardiff. Uh, so you must be happy making that long trip home, aren't you, after the results? If, if not the performance this afternoon, but definitely the results. Yeah, the journey home is going to be great. No doubt I'll get a couple of messages from uh, from friends and colleagues <laughs> giving me a bit of stick, but I'll, I'll live with that. Yeah, so what did you make of it this afternoon, what you've witnessed at Goodison? Um, I thought it was hard going, to be honest. I think that Cardiff brought us down to their level a little bit. Um, I think we were a little bit ring rusty from the international break as well. So, you know, it took us a while to get into our stride. But second half, I thought we were, we were a different team. Yeah, I agree. What, who were the players that impressed you the most today? Andre Gomez was the, the best player on the pitch by an absolute mile. I think that he brings so much to this team. His, his poise, um, his eye for a pass, and he, he pivots like a ballerina. I think he yeah. is, he's a phenomenal player. Yeah, he's, he's really Im- he's just improved the whole team, hasn't he? Let alone just his, oh. the, the midfield. The team looks better with him in it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're a completely diff- different proposition with, with him and the team. I think he, he just sets the tone and dictates everything. He's just a superb player. We've just got to keep him. Definitely. Just a word for the match winner, Gilfie Sigson. He was coming in for a bit of stick, wasn't he? Uh, given his, his past club was Swansea, Cardiff's big rivals. But is he is he becoming the player that all Evertonians wanted to be when he, he first signed from Swansea the summer before last? I, I think so, because now he's got the, the, the time and the space playing just behind the forward that when, when he played for Swansea, he, he had that and, you know, he... He took us to the cleaners a couple of times. I can remember um, at Goodison playing playing the number ten position, and he was wasted out on the left, and, and he couldn't couldn't influence the game to the levels that, that he does now. And you know, he, today he was he was superb again, right place at the right time, and he, he looks every inch the, the forty million pound player that he is. Agreed. You know, he's he, he's one of the first names on the team sheet now. I suppose. One of the big questions before oh, the game was was whether Adam Ola Luckman should be one of the first names on the team sheet. And uh, what did you make of his performance when he came on today? I thought he was superb when he came on. Uh, he was committing defenders, and he he was running the channels. As far as the World Cup was concerned, I, I really thought the Luckman was going to start today. And and by half time, I, I, was, I was saying to my son Flynn that it, he was giving us every reason to. For Luckman to start because I, I thought he was poor today, Theo. Yeah, I agree. I know he helped make the goal in the uh, when he was running through, but even then, he it just looks like like that finishing touch is deserting him a little bit at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, a, a little bit. And our right hand side looked a little bit susceptible again today, but when, when Luckman came on, he injected a little bit of 
of craft and guile and, and pace. And, you know, I, I think we, we looked a threat again on, on the right-hand side. So four straight home wins now, up to six in the table, although we are picking the bones out of the performance a little bit. Are you happy with how everything's going on the Marco Silva? Oh, absolutely. I, I think he's a complete breath of fresh air into the club. Um, the players are completely behind him. You, you can see that. And I, I think he's, he's got the ability to, to change the game half-time without changing personnel, where when a couple of times a season, we haven't had the best of the first half, come out the second half and you know, they bang at it and they raise the tempo and we've managed to get results of it and you know I, I think from manager, the last three or four managers that we've had they haven't been able to do that and you know every every signing that he's made that you know seven eight hour ten every week it's just been superb just a final one little master of Liverpool next in the Merseyside derby is a, a long-awaited good result there coming do you think oh I hope so it, it it's written in the stars for us to be the first team to beat them this season. I really, really, really hope it is. And I think, as I said, we're a little bit ring rusty today. And hopefully, you know, after a bit of a battle today, because that's what it was, Cardiff, uh, they, their players are dogs. You know, they, they just kick you and kick you. And, you know, I, I think we're going to shuck off the ring rust today. Hopefully, go over there next week and turn them over. Matthew, thanks very much for joining me on this podcast. Been great to have you on and safe trip home to, to you and your lad. Cheers, Paul. Appreciate that. The Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Marco, are you uh, frustrated at the end of that that the superiority that you showed didn't result in more goals? Afternoon. I'm really happy. I'm I'm really happy because we won the the match. Uh, We got more three points for us. Uh, We deserve. Uh, really to win. Um, I understand your question. We, but we knew, and the, the game is nothing different than we, we expected before the match. We expected a tough match, uh, even different week for us. Uh, we had just uh, some players working with us last Thursday and last Friday because the international break is not an excuse, but we ex- we expected a tough game. Always again, this type of teams and like Cardiff came here to play. Until the moment we we don't score the first goal, the game is always really tough. Um, and after when you are winning 1-0, uh, you create the chance to score the second to kill the match. You didn't do. And after the game is always open until the end, like was. Uh, they are strong in the set pieces, long throws as well. Every moment they have the ball is to put in our in our box as well. We were well in that moment, competent. Mature in that moment as well, it's important for us. Um, different the first and the second half. Uh, we we did different the second half. Uh, we showed during the first half emotional balance, um, be patient as well, but uh, started slow. Uh, in some moments, again, we played too slow. Different the second half, more fast, um, more mobility with our in our attack players as well um, and you start to create more chance and more problems to them and we scored the first and we had the chance to score the second early in the, on the match. Marco, um, Sigerson scored a, an easy tap in, in the end but, but his sort of creative influence in the side is really showing he's, he's, he's been involved in more goals than any Everton player and he seems to be developing un, un, under you, he seems to have given him a, a lease of life. First, he's he performing well. 
I think like we are playing, like um, the fantastic work the other two are doing behind him as well. And Ken and Andre is helping him. He's understanding better now what we, what I want, what the moves he has to do, uh, what the positions and the, the space in the on the pitch he has to to receive the ball as well. And he's a very good player. But I can tell you more. He's a uh, he's a very good player with a lot of quality. He can arrive well in the box, like I like the player playing that position. And he's a fantastic professional. Work every day. Um, 100% he gives every day on the training ground and um, after it's easy to understand how he can work as well on the pitch during the matches. Was it a difficult decision to leave out Kurt Zuma today? Really, really difficult decision uh, to take. Not just about Kurt um, Zuma, uh, but about him was really difficult, the, the decision. Is the type of decisions one coach has to take. Um, we have very good solutions in that position this moment. Um, I don't like to forget the other two because it's not fair, because they are working as well, Jaggi Elk and Mason. Uh, but I understand your question and it was really difficult. I think uh, uh, Kurt Zuma deserves to play this afternoon, uh, the 19 minutes as well. But it's football, good competition between them. Um, the other times, uh, Mino was on the bench as well and Kurt is playing, or Michael uh, wasn't playing some moments, he's playing the other, and it's football. Uh, what I, I can tell you, uh, Zuma worked really hard during the week to show me he wants to play and he deserves to play, and it's the most important thing for me. The season will be, we have more five, six months to play, come now busy December as well, and all of them, they will have the chance to play more and more. Would you like to have a sort of established centre-back partnership or are you going to try and sort of accommodate you know, the three? I'd see what, what will be my, my decision. It's important for us and what we, we achieved before. Uh, I mean, uh, coming on the starting 11 with Kurt and Michael and with Coleman and Lucas as well. And that stability is really important in not just uh, the back line, but always important one back line. You create some stability, they start to know better each other. Uh, they did really well both, uh, with Zuma playing on the left and uh, Mike on the right. Last game, uh, we, our organization was fantastic. Uh, our backline did really well. Uh, Mina did well as well, and keep his position, his football. Let's see what will my decision I will take in the future. I can change for many many reasons, strategy to the to the match as well. Let's see what uh, decision I will take. But I like I like to have this problem to the, to to make the eleven. That means. Uh, we have quality inside, and I don't have doubts. This competition between them will put them better players every day, and um, we can grow as a club just in this way. Good players for each position, for them to compete, and not just in the central defenders. What Lukman showed this afternoon again, uh, showed to me what he's showing every day, what showed the last week as well. And it's up to me to decide now, uh, because some of them are in a very good moment and can help the team starting or come to the front of the bench. You've been listening to the Royal Blue Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.